0: Hi everybody and welcome back to the Art of Positivity podcast. I'm Rhiannon, I'm an artist and a creativity coach. And I'm here with Darren, my husband, who is a pranayama and breathwork instructor. In fact, you probably know him better as the bearded mentor. Now this week we are talking about something which we absolutely love to do. It's something that we fit into our everyday routines and we are spreading the word high and low and as far and wide as we possibly can. This episode, we are talking about being barefoot. I can't believe you just did that. What's that? You know, with a cup of coffee, you just dipped a, a, a jammy biscuit. Yeah, you can't eat biscuits while we're recording the podcast. okay, you dipped it in your coffee. Yeah, go try it anyway. Give me some barefooting.
1: Barefooting, okay. So, um, t- today's we're going to be talking about barefoot, and uh, yeah, we all are recording all it night but it all, is today, yeah, today, <laughs> all, all things barefoot. Um, So barefooting sounds a bit bit of a a silly question. What is barefoot? So basically barefoot is a physical connection with your body and the earth. Okay. So and obviously the closest part (coughs) to the floor or to the earth happens to be your foot. Yeah. Unless you simply somebody walks around on your hands all day long or maybe crawls on your belly or something. Kiddies. But um, they do. Um so it's all, that's why it's barefoot um, the way um, it's sort of it's the way that we actually sort of started off when we were children you start off as a child and you start off barefoot mm. and even when you're teaching your kids how to walk or when they're learning how to walk you don't really teach them they kind of learn themselves um, as they're learning you're actually encouraged to say don't put shoes on them do shoes on them too early because they'll never find their balance. Yes. And they'll never be able to find where they are. They're footed, m- literally. Yeah, they're literally barefooted. Mm. And the, there's a there's a word for it, which I realised today I really struggle to say. Go on. Okay. So <laughs> have you got it written down? I have. <laughs> um, and it's proprioception. 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 Okay, and that, basically <laughs> that is... Um, a sense of uh, what's happening, your own self movements. Okay. and it's also um, sense of force and your body position. So how you actually stand. So if you think about a baby when they learn to walk on their bare feet, their feet are moving, their ankles are moving a little and bit. Very yep, upright, aren't they? Very, and very it's kind of upright and then they fall over and then they learn from that and that is all pro priocep pro um, Should we be sick of barefoot walking. Yeah, so that's basically barefoot walking. <laughs> so that, that is what barefoot walking is.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those things, isn't it? You kind of have to explain it at the beginning, but I think everybody that's listening knows what barefoot walking is, but I guess it's, barefoot walking isn't some kind of magical thing where you have to be, you know, sans socks and shoes in the forest. It's literally, anyway, like we're both barefoot now, we go barefoot in your garden. Essentially, it is don't have any socks and shoes on anywhere or at all to be participating in barefoot walking. Do you know it? It's obvious and yet the more the more you do it, isn't it? It would yeah. be surprised how many people don't. I I find it um the other, day, staggering. the other day the other day I saw somebody ask about whether it was okay to step out onto um like a little patio area. It's like, do you think that's okay without any shoes? What? And I'm like. Yeah, of course. My, my God, yeah, absolutely. You know, not in a bad way, but it was. Um, it's just surprising to me sometimes how foreign it is mm. to some people. And I think uh, one of the things that I love about it and the reasons, because we're going to get sort of straight into it, is the. I mean, I hate the term woo woo. <laughs> I hate it. very popular. It is. I hate it. It's because, actually,
1: ironically, it's quite woo woo. Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: It's one, of the, it's one of those things, right, because the second, like, I start talking about, like, I want to talk about the benefits of Bayford walking, but I want to talk about the spiritual benefits first, and you just know that some people are kind of going to just switch off, you now and think, oh, yeah, but I find it so surreal that that return to nature and that reconnection with nature is a foreign thing, is seen as a foreign thing, yeah. do you know? And it's difficult. It's just, I can't I can't get my head around it. You know, you've got sort of the idea of being able to reconnect back to the earth and Mother Nature and have that, incre- and feel that energy. Because, I mean, you don't feel it immediately because it's kind of, it's one of those senses. Everybody has the ability to be able to connect with the natural world and feel energy of things. We were sat the other day, weren't we, and we had the kids and we sat them down next to a little... Uh, sycamore sapling, yeah, and we had the hands around it, not touching it, and sort of um, we both. I, I was kind of running my hand up along its kind of um, what do you call it? Trunk. 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 It was like a little stick, but yeah, yeah still, it was it was only about a foot tall. It's a little trunk, I a mean, baby trunk. I was running my hand up its baby trunk, but not touching it, obviously. I had my eyes kind of closed and I could, as soon as you come anywhere near the leaves and these beautiful massive leaves for such a small tree mm. and you could feel, it was almost like putting your fingers through smoke or uh, water, it was, you could feel it, it felt differently. It was a little bit thicker wasn't it? And I said, I said to you without telling you where, I said, feel the energy on that tree there, see if you can feel where it is. And you did the same thing and you picked up in exactly the same place. Mm-hmm. So we had our boy. And he's like seven, and we said to him, "Shut your eyes, put your hands on left, tell me when it feels differently." And lo and behold, because we run it up and down, so it wouldn't kind of just it wouldn't just be like at the end, you know. He, he felt it in exactly the same place, just where the base of the leaves are. So there's this energy that everybody can tap into, and everyone can can feel. But we don't do it, and we think it's a mad thing to do. And it's like what you're doing is you just if, even if it's from a pure scientific perspective, you're tapping into another energy field you're picking up your feeling another energy field, it's not difficult and yet it's seen as this kind of hippie, mm. you know, and I've got real issue with that and I think that's the fault of the western world for kind of detaching yeah. us from everything sort of from the spiritual nature and then it becomes like you're a bit weird and I mean I'm happy to embrace the weirdness, it's you know. <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
0: But I think one of the first things, one of the main benefits, regardless of whether it's from a spiritual perspective or, a, or um, a scientific perspective, is grounding. Yeah. And grounding is so essential. And in fact, I've got, I have science facts here. Oh, I know. <laughs> Today. And here comes the science I'm going to put my coffee down. Um, I'll tell you when they come. But basically, your feet are one of the most nerve-rich parts of your body as well as your hands, obviously, which is kind of why if you cut your toes or your fingers, you know why a paper cut feels so much more painful than if you have a cut on your knee or your back or something, or your arm? Well, it's because you've got a condensed um, amount of nerve endings, essentially, in, in your feet and in your fingertips. So you've yeah. only got to have a small cut for it to basically hit God knows how many hundred. And it's going to feel a lot more painful than if you kind of scrape your knee or, or something like that. So anyway, that's the reason. So your feet are the, one of the most neuro parts of your body and they contribute to building new neurological pathways in your brain. Ah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So it's like either end. That's a dog, by the way, in the background. Not your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and when you put shoes on, you're disconnecting from it. You are quite literally disconnecting from it. You can't physically ground. Yes. And you've got... I, I I was thinking. Imagine being. Imagine if I put a pair of gloves on you, rubber gloves on you, mm-hmm. like wetsuit gloves or something like that, all day. Can you imagine how bad. It would look weird. It would look. It would look <laughs> weird. <laughs> Depending on where you were, but it is. Uh, it would be very very difficult. But you'd have it. It would be horrible. Yes. Because you wouldn't be able to sense things when you pick up a pen, or when you do. You know? Can you imagine? You wouldn't be able. To, you wouldn't be able to pick up a pen and write properly. You no. could, I mean you could get away with it but imagine yeah, imagine trying to write with a pen when you had these really thick neoprene gloves on oh, yeah. or do something intricate well then you're trying to walk properly and yeah. you've got these big kind of clunky shoes on so it's going to give you this dis- disconnect and you've got kind of it takes away that primal instinct and the reconnection that you've got to the earth. And I think there's a reason that when people sort of say they're coming from work after a long day and they kind of kick off their shoes and they go, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Because your feet are flattening onto the ground. They're not being held in this sort of unnatural position because whether you realise it or not, actually being held in a shoe, and you can have someone with heels. I mean, have you seen my um, Caterpillar boots? Yes. Are the boot brands available? I
1: guess.
0: <laughs> um, the, the, there's not a heel per se. It's just like a, a small with the base of them. Yeah. Um, but that because of I guess the way you walk has now is now at an angle.
1: So mm-hmm. when you put
0: it on, it's immediately bad for my knees. And my knees really ache after I've worn them.
1: Well if I think if, if anybody looks at their their heel on any shoe that they have, you'll probably find that it's wearing on one side or the right. other. Yeah.
0: More than the other. And I think that's that's the thing, is you don't as soon as you take your shoes off, I mean don't get me started on heels, I can't I can't wear heels or walking heels anyway. <laughs> But yes, you've got that separation from nature. But the Earth has, as we know, a natural charge. And it's naturally charged with negative ions. Not negative in the sense of bad. You know, negative, positive ions kind of thing. And connecting with the Earth and connecting with the Earth's negative ions, because it is the larger body, it's a lot bigger than we are. Yeah. It quite literally recharges your own personal electrical field. Wow. Yeah. It also stabilises it as well. <laughs> so, you've got, um, there's research that's actually been done and the cells in our body have been scientifically proven when you ground by um, literally just taking your shoes and socks off and just standing on, on, on the ground, um, the cells in our body become more conductive and more alive.
1: That's incredible.
0: I know. Because basically, I mean, your feet are the transmitters. And being barefoot harmonises our electromagnetic energy.
1: It's amazing. So it's like like a big battery. Literally. Connected to a small battery. Yeah. Or lots of billions
0: of small batteries. Yeah. And then we're all getting charged up. And because we vibrate wow. at the same frequency as the Earth as well. That's that's how it allows it to do it. And it actually removes something called, um, I think it's electrosmog. Oh, wow. I like that. Which is electrosmog is things like... Um, you know, obviously because we've got an electro, um, elect- electro field I suppose mm-hmm. uh, anything that we interact with in the day which is electrical you know devices and things like this can basically upset the kind of balance in it yeah so grounding yourself at the end of the day almost you're just like clicking the reset button how nice is that was a great- and I love that and again shoes disconnect us shoes don't allow us to be able to have that grounding and in fact um. It's been found out as well, because I do love the science, <laughs> that the actually the earth, it um it decoagulates. Decoagulates. And detoxifies blood. Ah. Did you know that? Which, and of course, earthen increases the surface charge of red blood cells. So they've actually done all of these tests. Um, the red blood cells then, when you ground yourself, again, by just being barefoot, the red blood cells then, you've got less chance of them clumping together. Right. And it decreases... Blood viscosity. Of course, high viscosity in the blood then um, is a significant factor, things like heart disease, and that's what you take. Yes. Sort of, you know, aspirin and, and things like that for, um, yeah, to be able to thin the blood. To thin be able the to... your yeah, life, yeah, your yeah. Blood thinners you know, and Ab- well, absolutely. And of course, you don't necessarily need any of that. You just need, now I'm not suggesting that if you need to take blood thinners, <laughs> that you do stop. I, I didn't mean that, but if you know, for a perfectly well, for everybody, whatever you're on. And however you feel, if you're perfectly healthy, if you've got um, some kind of condition, regardless of that, obviously keep doing what the doctor says you need to do, but take your shoes off as well, as well, <laughs> absolutely. Take your shoes off and enjoy. And so, I mean, that that kind of, in a way, I've, I've kind of trod lightly around the spiritual side of what I think um, is. I see, we did that. Trod lightly. That was intentional. Oh, was good. Yeah, <laughs> I think it. Damn, I wish I'd recognised that. <laughs> um, so, tre- yeah, treading carefully around um, the kind of spiritual side of things because you know everybody has their own beliefs and things of this. And I love doing yoga outside. And I love being barefoot because I think it basically reconnects me to millions of years of, yeah. of ancestry. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and you can kind of feel that uh, that energy and that history and the under your feet just absorbing into your body, but science. We're going to science. I'm going to give you a couple of the basic benefits. I mean, and there are so many that we could literally talk about just the benefits of this, and it could be a good two hours long. Wow. The podcast is nuts. So you've got... It helps your immune function, digestion. So if you had a big meal, again, go outside, take your shoes off, you know, stand on the floor. Stand, if you can, on on the ground, on the grass is brilliant again. um, It's good to be... From a physical perspective it's good to be barefoot when you're in the house, but grounding try to be on the floor of the earth because of course you've got maybe wood flooring or laminate, and then you've got kind of the sponginess and the rubber things underneath so again you've got layers which are disconnected. So it's good for you physically indoors but if you can outdoors even if you're just standing outside on the patio or on the grass or on the pavement outside, yeah, you know yeah. you don't have to do it for a long time and you're going to have all these benefits. Uh, it helps blood circulation, which we chatted about just now. It helps to heal injuries quicker because it reduces inflammation in the body. And again, we're coming back to all of the, um, your electromagnetic field and how it um, has an impact on activates your red blood cells and, and all the different things of like this. Um, so it reduces inflammation, it reduces stress, anxiety, irritability, and... Um, electrosensitivity as well so again when you're wearing shoes you're literally numbing your senses so i mean we do it a lot when we we we, we are constantly barefoot in the house yeah in the garden i don't think i've ever worn shoes in the garden rain sun does it's irrelevant i've never we've never really worn yeah, shoes Not, not, not big in the shoes. <laughs> and the kids don't wear shoes either in the garden and um, but when we're out we tend to go, I mean, we've done a lot of coastal walking, we do the kind of coastal yeah. paths. If the kids are in school, we, we barefoot walk a lot and there's always quite a few comments. <laughs> we're always, <laughs> always guaranteed to get stopped every... Every single time. Yeah. Um, though they, they're quite, usually quite nice or they sort of laugh at it, like as if we're, doing, like as if we're running down the street naked or with a clown yeah. costume on. that's like something a bit strange. And how bizarre is that, though? How bizarre is it that people look at you because you're walking naturally? Yeah. And they're kind of like, oh, you know. I remember a, a couple of us before. And they were so lovely. But she sort of said, I've got to ask, why? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, how long have you got? Now, now I can direct it back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Say, well. Um, but, I mean, we do it in Parkwood Brears a lot. And one of the main things about, um, about being barefoot, again, is because we've got all these nerve endings as well, is your increased sensitivity to things. So, I mean, you, you know, you become, when you're and you become more alert, more aware. More focused, Definitely. and we we tend to go down to Bar- Park of Brios because we live uh, on the edge of the Gower, so we're really lucky to have this amazing place. And there's an ancient burial chamber there, and some caves. Uh, there's forestry and these big open, beautiful fields. So we've got so many different kinds of terrain. Yeah, you know we can walk yeah. along the kind of gravelly path, which is agony. Um, there's all these fields. Then you have the walks of the forestry. So you've got the bracken and and up to the a cave which is all stone and boulders, and yeah, it's a real mixture of everything, isn't it? And it feels, I mean, my favorite part of all of that is walking through the forest, yeah, I, lo- I love that, and under the canopy, yeah, amazing. Yeah. So. And you'd be surprised actually because people think, I mean, the first thing, uh, the qu- first question I get is, Aren't you worried you're going to step in dog poo? And you think, <laughs> well, well, yeah, but it's not gonna kill me, <laughs> so yeah. you know, I'd be more concerned about stepping on glass, more but all the the old thing, with glass. Yeah, but there's there's <laughs> actually not as much as you think. And another thing is, is that I think of all the times that we've gone barefoot down there and we've walked on there, I've maybe stepped on a sharp stone twice and touch wood, I've never ever cut my foot. No, you know these are these are kind of stones where you go, oh jeez, bloody ow, you know, and you've got um, and it 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 doesn't really even bruise you. It, it just it makes you lift your foot up. A bit quick, but because you're treading lightly, and I think that's the difference. Is people believe that when you're walking barefoot, you're going to walk exactly the same uh, barefoot as you do when you when you've got shoes on. So you're clunking around and you're making you're essentially making a mess of the ground. Now, when you look at somebody, the footprints of somebody that's been barefoot walking, you can't see any unless you're walking through thick mud. It's
1: true actually, because you're you're, you're so light with your landing and lifting your foot, You, You, you barely see it.
0: Because you're suddenly really conscious of what you're standing on. Um, you don't have to clunk your feet down because again there's no numbness do you know that you've got you're so sensitive that you can just kind of you walk very lightly you walk very carefully there isn't any reduction in speeds you haven't got to be any any slower with it but yeah. you can feel everything under your feet and your your feet move differently as well honestly you you wouldn't believe so it's not as painful people think oh it's gonna be really painful it's going to be ridiculously cold and um, it's it's not, and actually, it it feels really, kind of freeing and liberating, and it, you know it. You wouldn't believe the amount of um how amount of sensitivity you will get from it in in a good way. Yeah. Because or. also you'll find that when you barefoot walking, you, weirdly you hear more. Yes. Because your senses are heightened. Everything. So you hear all the little things, like the little woodpecker that was in the distance, and and things of like that. And in fact, I was um I was reading actually um you'll like these I was reading um, something by uh, Dr. William A. Rossi and he wrote in 1999 he wrote an article called Podiatry Management okay okay. and he said there that natural gait is biomechanically impossible for any shoe wearing person yeah and that's absolutely true yeah spot on natural gait is biomechanically impossible for any shoe wearing person so natural your natural stance natural walking natural ability is impossible with shoes on. Hmm. And I've written down a quote actually by him because I thought this was absolutely superb and I know you like this. And um, Dr Rossi says, it took four million years to develop unique human foot, a unique, our unique human foot. And in just a few thousand years, with one carelessly designed instrument, our shoes, we have warped the pure anatomical form of human gait obstructing its engineering efficiency, afflicting it with strains and stresses, and denying it its natural grace of form and ease of movement from head to foot.
1: That's mad, that's spot on it all. Absolutely, really, really good.
0: bang on, without a shadow of a doubt. And I think that's the point is that we're not just looking at something like, oh, you know, it feels a bit nice or it could be a little bit obstructive. I'm just gonna put my my paper down. <laughs> um, you know, it, it it's damaging. You've yeah. stopped your natural your natural gait. You, you physically can't get what you've evolved over yeah. millions of years to do. You cannot work with it when you've got shoes on.
1: I, I heard something with um, one of the... I was reading a book on barefoot running and something that they say in there is if you're wearing shoes or running shoes, mm. you're making your feet deaf or blind. Yeah. Which is a good way of saying it because especially when you, you're bringing in the other senses... It's literally like um, walking down the road with your hands in front of your eyes or your hands over your ears. You can't hear as much. Your feet can't hear or feel
0: or see the ground. There was a quote, amazing quote, isn't it, in the, that book I was reading, The Women Who Run With Wolves. I think, I can't remember it exactly now, and I wish I'd, I'd looked at it before I started recording this, but <laughs> it was, a, again, about a story, and the woman, oh, what was it? She felt like when she wore shoes for the first time, Cause she was tribal yeah and then she kind of came over to the to the western world and she when she wore shoes it took her a long time to get used to it because she felt that she was like she was deaf right we oh, yeah and that's that's yeah. the thing she said the thing. same thing she i felt like i was deaf it's like you felt like, you feel like you, you can't you're numb to things and you can not it. yeah absolutely but i mean for like, a couple of others um science, scientific, science proven? Science proven. A <laughs> couple of other science proven benefits. You've got things like it reduces fatigue, uh, it decreases pain, it improves your mood, uh, it reduces blood pressure, which yeah. is important, I think, nowadays for people. Absolutely. And it restores balance, which isn't surprising whatsoever. And you get better foot mechanics because of it. Because being barefoot, no, you know, that's not really the ability to feel everything else um and of course if you've got better foot mechanics then that leads to be- the better mechanics of things like your knees your hips and your core Everywhere. and then because of that the knock-on effect of that then is that your muscle strength increases yes so Absolutely. there's like there's so many different things and here, you know I, I kind of you want to tell people about this and it's not just um a quirky thing that we do it, it's i mean for me personally it just feels so much more natural and reconnective, but. On a much larger scientific scale, it's what we should be doing.
1: Yeah, well oh, definitely. And for some definitely. reason,
0: we've absolutely lost it. Yeah,
1: I mean, and the the other thing is how to actually barefoot. I mean, you you, you kind of touched on it really about what to do, but the way it works with your your brain, your brain and your feet are, are, are you know connected in the same way that you said about it sends messages. Yeah, yeah. to the brain, neuro yeah. Um, and if you, put, if you put shoes in the way, it kind of stops that message getting through because obviously the foot doesn't really know what it's standing yeah. on anymore. Um, so how do you barefoot? Well, the, how, we were talking about this before we started recording this. Um, and I, I thought, well, I've never really learned, other than when I was a baby, <laughs> how to barefoot walk. Um, but what I have done is that I, I started barefoot running. Yes. and what I found was you can't just take your shoes off and start running the way that you normally would run it would be in agony because <laughs> um, and, and the reason for that is if you I mean if you, if you want to try this if you listen to this give, give it a go um, if you stand up and then kick one leg out dead straight in front of yourself and then just let it fall to the floor your heel will hit the floor first yeah um and that's kind of what happens when you're running in trainers. But with your heel hitting the floor, it naturally comes down at a slight angle. So it's actually stopping the body. So you there are like mini tiny mini breaks going on every time that you
0: put your foot down. Stopping the momentum, you know, yeah. that's going forward. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you
1: think about what you're trying to achieve when you're running or walking, you're trying to actually have forward motion. You're trying to you're trying to go forward as as, as much as you can. But if you land on your heel first, you it's like, it's like interrupting that movement forward.
0: And then you gotta kind of drag yourself and, forward, I guess. And and, yeah.
1: and you, then you kind of follow that foot, and you almost like kind of wrap yourself around the heel, as you as you keep on going. Um, and with some excellent design and engineering and trainers, especially when it comes to running, um, great shock absorption and all this sort of stuff, mm. you don't really feel it. You think it's like running on air. It's, it's fantastic. It's running <laughs> on a cloud. It's, uh, it's an amazing feeling. But what you are doing is that you're taking away the body's natural biomechanics. Um, if you go to barefoot running, there's a different way of running. So what I'll do, I'll explain what the rules, if you like, if there's such a thing as rules, with barefoot running. And then it's virtually the same for walking. Just so, <laughs> yeah, a, There's reasons for that. So first and foremost, if you are thinking about starting barefoot running, think, oh, well, you know, I can get a... A few miles under my belt sort of doing um, running normally, I'll just take my shoes off and start running. Yeah, don't do that. And you can try that uh, just to see how you go because your body will naturally change. So, you know, I, I kind of encourage people to, to give it a go in a safe place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't try anything too, too mad to start with. But when it comes to running, you, you do it gradually. Um, never overdo it. And even if you have a really good run one day, I'd suggest, yeah, don't don't run for a couple of days yet, mm. and then go back and do another one. But only small distances, you know. You're not to really be massive. And build it up really, really small. Um, so what you need, what you need to be doing is when you when you go barefoot, first and foremost, you need to be looking at your posture. So if you start at the top, top of your body. Is where your head lives. If you haven't noticed. So. <laughs> So you basically think about your head and your neck, and that should be sitting straight, looking forward with your eyes up and not down. Um, because if you look down, one thing that there's one stops you from breathing a little bit, and when you're running, it's kind of important, straight not when you're, you know, when you're walking. So your head comes up, because that keeps a really good posture. Same with your torso. Keep it upright and relaxed, and again, that should be over your hips. Now what tends to happen, There's there's a... There's a fantastic barefoot runner uh, called Tony Riddle who always says the line of leading with your heart mm. which is which is a great saying anyway you know lead with your heart um, but if you think about it, don't be a head chaser because if you put your chin out and then you start falling onto your heel which is what you'll do if you if you lean forward mm-hmm. that's running in the wrong way if you bring your head back lead with lead with your heart. Um, bring your chest up a little bit, keep your posture nice and straight over your hips, and then allow your hips to lead the run.
0: It's well, very straight then anyway.
1: You, really? you 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 are very, very straight. You will you will, will kinda of naturally sort of have a, have a slight angle anyway, just in order to create forward motion. You, you'll naturally do that. Yeah. Um but then what you so and then if you, if you go down your shoulders it should be relaxed. Your, your your arms should be relaxed. Arms are great for creating cadence when you're running. And uh, I'll explain what the importance of, the, of that is in a second as
0: well. Can I explain what cadence is? Uh, cadence, sorry, is uh,
1: is the rhythm that you're landing. Okay. So if you imagine your feet are in the floor, it's going one, two, one, two, one, two. That's a cadence. I've um, seen as we're talking but I'll do it now. Um, what you're aiming for in running is 180 beats. Well, barefoot running? Barefoot running. Okay. Because at 180... For some reason, I don't really know the science on this, <laughs> your brain kicks in and encourages your foot to, to strike in a different way, so that it, it isn't painful. So now your heel doesn't land first, the the ball of your foot lands first, um, very quickly followed by your heel.
0: You are almost, it feels like you're kind of running on tippy toes, you're not on your tiptoes, yeah. but you're, the front of your feet, are like as you kind of go to climb up a ladder. Yeah. Doing that, which we haven't done, do everything we've ever been taught about running, because we we're taught heel toe heel toe. Yeah. But now, if you try and run barefoot with a heel toe, you're gonna wreck your knees with oh, minute it. And knees knees is the other big one.
1: You've got to bend your knees when you're running. Um, the beauty of it is you, your your ankle joint. So if we go down to the ankle, the ankle joint is is a very very flexible, compliant sort of a joint and its design is to take the shock absorption for when you land on the floor yeah. um so between and if you bend your knees you now create a really big spring if you imagine because mm-hmm. your, your your ankle will naturally flex your knees are now bent so that that will naturally flex and when you bend your knees you naturally relax your hips as well which is now making two really big springs under your under your body to the point where there, there's a um, uh, a guy in in uh, Harvard University, um, Dan, uh, Daniel Lieberman. Oh, he's an evolutionary biologist, which is a that's a great title. I'd like to be evolutionary Bio- biologist, um, and he actually says that by he's actually done the studies on this that when you bend your knees and. Flex your ankles and use your hips in the correct fashion. It actually would, it actually takes out sixty percent of your body weight what? when you land, just by having that spring. yeah. Which is incredible, isn't it? You know, sort of uh, just being able to do that. So um, that's the shock absorption part of it. The other big part as well, which is the, the mantra. Whenever I'm running, is bend your knees and relax your calves because if your calves are loaded so in other words if your calves are tense then they can't then because they're, they're a powerful muscle the, the, the calf um, it can't really use its power mm. if it's always loaded, it needs yeah. to be relaxed so that it can then explode the power out and it can't do that with, with, without that when it comes to your feet I say you get up to 180 beats a minute um, and then you're almost lifting your feet it sounds a bit after when you say this, you lift your feet before they've landed. Yeah, <laughs> so you very, like, very <laughs> yeah. soft. Head. So you become very, very soft running. Um and then so 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 when you when you think about your the only other the only other tip that I've read and th- this is in a great book called uh, Barefoot Running Step by Step which is obviously a very uh, and that's by a guy called Ken Bob Saxton or Barefoot Ken uh, or <laughs> Barefoot funny. Ken Bob um, it's a great guy. Brilliant book. Fantastic book to read. Um, and he actually sort of says as, as well about just slightly lift your toes as you're running barefoot as well. So you've got this ball of your foot, then your heel with your toes lifted, and and that's that curve of the toes actually actually helps as it as, as it lands. It, to the naked eye, your foot almost looks like it's landing
0: like it's landing flat. I was going to say you, you really touch your heel down, really do, you? because you're well, so light. You, you it kind you do. of it comes down. No, what I'm saying is, is you don't you don't have a heavy oh, heel, and no, oh, toe. It's oh, like oh, oh, ball touch yeah, of the heel, touch, and yeah. then back you back off again. You yeah. lift as so you're like very very light and, and
1: the, the the beauty of that is that if you if you literally imagine because you've got this straight body, if you lead from the hips, your feet will naturally obviously underneath you, and you will naturally have this this landing of um, ball of foot heel um, as, as as you land it. And then, because your hips are still going forward, you've got no break that you have when you're in, in trainers. So you, there's <laughs> no there's no stop. So you just continually get this this forward motion, which is very fluid um, and very very light. To break that down into barefoot
0: walking, I was just going to say um, because I mean most people, unless you're going to start with that, but no, they, you can they you can use all of this, can't you? In in the walk, it's exactly the same. I mean, I mean, I I,
1: um, <laughs> I, I, I walk I walk the dog barefoot. Yeah. Um, and uh, as, as somebody said, well, what, you you walk your dog barefoot. I say, yeah, my dog hasn't got any shoes. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> <you> <laughs> know, so, <laughs> the, so the. Um, so, the but walking, walking barefoot is, is a, a great way to, to toughen up your feet because what you to remember if you've been wrapping them in nice socks and lovely trainers and shoes or, or you know for all of their lives, they've got to become a little bit soft. The muscles that are actually in the tendons that are in your, your foot are now not being used. You don't use it, you, you use lose it. it. So, um, you, you have to sort of toughen them up a little bit. People also say about callousing. So you'll get, get calluses on your on your skin. And and, and you will, because the, the feet will actually toughen up a little bit. But bizarrely, when they've done the tests on them, they, they do this by using um, ultrasound stuff. Um, stuff. Stuff. Is that the scientific The thing? scientific stuff. Um, and when they've done the ultrasounds, uh, even though the feet are calloused, everything works and the sensitivity is every bit as much as it was when they're not calloused, mm, they so just. I like guess they're just tougher. So you, so you don't lose anything that way. Um, so yeah, the, So when when you walk, and what happens when you walk, is now the foot does change a little bit. You can't walk going ball of your foot and then onto your heel. You've got to walk heel, heel first. Too. Yeah. So it goes heel to ball. That's that's the way that it kind of works. That's what the heel's designed for. That's why it's circular. Um, but that
0: would be natural. I mean, walk naturally, yeah. you feel you'd feel that. But what right. but
1: what you will do, if you relax the calves, bend your knees, lead with the heart, keep your head up, keep that posture going, what'll happen is you start walking on the front of your heel rather than the back of your heel.
0: Yeah, it's it sounds complicated, and when you say bend your knees, we're not we don't expect you to walk on like <laughs> an ape. Like, you know, it's just like a very slight like Marx. <laughs> a very slight gentle kind of well, you've got buoyancy. In, yeah. In in your knees, I guess. So they are very, very slight. And it is a different because if there's a difference Because if we've been walking over um like a gravel path and it's painful and I can hear you in the back going, Bend your knees. <laughs> <laughs> bend your knees. Relax we, and bend your knees. You just 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 gently, just gently relax your knees and when you're awake Because, of course if something's feeling hard or sharp, are you naturally tense? Yes. But if you relax it your whole foot flattens out and actually what I find happens is if you if maybe you stand on something on the inside of your foot before it really hurts you've already made the adjustment and your yes. foot then kind of it just peels across to the to the outside so you just sort of shift in your feet it kind of the full pad is being is being used instead of like yeah. clunk 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 you know and,
1: and, and, and barefoot runners um, a lot of people sort of talk to barefoot runners whenever, whenever you run past they always say you can barely hear them. Yeah. Because the ninjas. <laughs> because because there's nothing actually hit. There. There's no hard and The same when you're walking, gentle, soft. If you bend your knees, um then you that shock absorption is still there. So yeah. you're not actually doing it. Um, funny. I've seen about the seen about the dog being barefoot. I found it a weird <laughs> thing when I was doing a bit of research on this. The Houston Police Department have taken all the um the shoes off their horses on the mounted police they don't wear horseshoes why because it's better for the better for the, the they can react quicker they turn quicker the more, got a more comfortable. You're to anger gate. a lot of horse people. Now, listen to this. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, know,
0: we're not horse specialists. We just re- I know nothing about horses. Say what what the Houston Police Department have done. <laughs> yeah,
1: so the, but they they've reported, and I'm guessing these people know about horses. That um, when they've um, tested when they when yeah. they sort of watch the horse, the horses are healthier. They don't get so fatigued. They they bizarrely slow down, which is what I guess what they wanted, but they're they're a lot more agile. On their feet.
0: That's strange. Which I, could, I guess would be the same as if we take our shoes off.
1: It's, exa- the it's exactly the same, same as us, isn't it? Um, mm, food for thought. So the other the other big sort of thing, that and a lot of people listen to, especially in the running world, will say, oh, I know I can wear those barefoot shoes. Uh, yeah, well,
0: there's, about, you know, think, well, there's, there's a couple of them we know of, actually. Which, Vivo barefoot.
1: Which loads uh, uh, of people love, anyway. Yeah, you know. Um the there's some really, really good good makes. I a lot of technology gone into it. Yeah, sure. There's a but there is a a, a bit of a a, a we a weird sort of danger with with, with them as well. I and mean, if you look on any sort of site, you'll have a lot of people saying how great they are and a lot of people saying how, how bad they are as well. And I'm not really into that. Um but the only thing that I would say is if you're calling them barefoot shoes. That's not really even grammatically that doesn't really work. Does it because um, well. you can't be barefoot and wear shoes at the same time. Um, <laughs> so the but the only advice I would give to people is if you if you are gonna to go to running or walking barefoot, learn how to walk or run barefoot first. Barefoot,
0: barefoot, yeah, absolutely. And then
1: when you put your, your, your five fingers on or any other any other make, um you've already got the technique and the style. Yes. So the the these these uh, shoes will only help you rather than hinder you, mm, you know. Okay. So and, and there's lots of um, there's, there's lots of different sort of ones out there. I mean, some of the the strangers you've got the, um, I think they're called uh, the, Huvacas I think they're called, which are a Mexican tribe called the uh, ta, ta, <laughs> the, the, the the Tara Humara tribe. Apologies for obviously that being wrong. Yeah, it, it might very well. I've got to be honest, my Mexican isn't great. I'll be me. But uh, but they designed a running shoe. There was a there was a famous book written by um, Chris McDougall uh, called They're "Born to Run," um, and it, the whole story is based around these incredible runners, They're indigenous people living in Copper Canyon in Chihuahua, in um, Mexico and when i say they're good runners that's like understated a little bit these people are running 200 miles a time in incredible heat um and they're doing 200 miles in two days and it's it's, ultra it's off the scale off the scale when it comes to running but this is what they're brought up with this is what they do but they actually make these um these basically flip-flops with string, made from string on the top. Okay. Um, just to sort of uh, lighten lighten the load on the feet when you're running 200 miles. Um, so that makes sense? Obviously, you've got lots of different makes out there of barefoot and, say, with any sort of footwear, if you do want to go into this sort of stuff, then try them, see what works for you. Everybody's feet are different. Um, I've heard of socks with rubber. People have dipped their socks in sort of neoprene and rubber. What? To mould the sock to their foot. So you've got a thinner base so it feels more. So, so but that's the, it. Yeah. feels
0: it may feel more like Barefoot, but again, you it's rubber. Yeah. And rubber doesn't conduct. It doesn't conduct the other so things. What you're doing normal, is, yeah, you literally But people are running marathons on these. Though I will say it is probably better to wear the Barefoot style shoe. As long as you know how to barefoot anyway, only because. Otherwise I'm guessing the issue you're gonna have is is that you're gonna go, Oh amazing look, I've got these really thin Barefoot shoes on. I can feel so much more, my feet are flexible uh, and now I'm going to walk like I or run like I would in normal trainers, and yeah. you're going to wreck your feet and your knees. Yes. So I guess the idea is be barefoot first, so you know how your body reacts and how your feet react to it. Then you can wear these things, which are absolutely good But it is definitely. Weird. I mean, I mean, yeah, there was another one where somebody
1: just literally took his um, <coughs> his laces out of his shoes because okay. he was having so much pain with uh, with running in shoes that he and he's halfway through a marath- marathon. So yeah. he literally just, he finds a little bit of, I think it was cardboard on the side of the road, <laughs> and laced it up under his feet, and then finished the marathon with just string and cardboard on his feet.
0: He bare feet. Bare
1: feet. I, I don't know why he
0: didn't, obviously he didn't fancy it. Do you know, <laughs> just to sort of interject. <laughs> interject? <laughs> interject. Um, actually, do you know we were talking about the idea of that, um, the rubber sole, You still, it's still not allowing... The you to sort of connect properly because it's not a conductor, you can actually get flip flops, yeah, which are conductive flip flops.
1: I've heard of them, yeah, they've got like copper or something, yeah, on that's the right. Subject, so, yeah. so
0: when you're walking, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know how much they'd be, but when you're walking, you're grounding But I've got to say, when it comes down to it, you could just take your shoes off, yeah, you don't need to do it all day. You haven't got to go out in the morning, be barefoot all day, and then come home. I mean, you could. But actually what we we've learned is that you can actually wear your feet out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think that you know that's that's we've got to be careful of so I mean you've got to, be, got to do something quite excessive to to wear them out. But the point is is like that you could get up in the morning maybe don't put your shoes on straight away. After you've showered, get dressed, leave your shoes off and pop them on before you go to the door and then if you have to in work fine but when you come back, then you've got you can take them off, yeah. And again, you can take them off and go back outside. You can ground it on your lunch hour if you go to a parkland or something like that. And you, you know, you've got this. Um, but
1: it is all about being <laughs> gradual as well, isn't it? Because as I said, whenever you're doing anything like this, do it gradually. Because you don't want to you don't want to get injured and get a bit over exuberant.
0: Do you know is that? The, there was a doctor actually, and um, he his name is Doctor S- Stefan Sinatra. Stefan or Stephen? I think it's Stefan. Stephen, okay. Oh. But if it's Stephen, Doctor Sinatra, I apologize. Doctor Sinatra. Just call him Doctor Sinatra. Doctor Sinatra, yeah. um, and he 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 is a holistic cardiologist. Oh wow! Right. Okay. And he says that earthing is one of the most important health discoveries that has been made in the forty years of him practicing medicine. Wow. Isn't it? Yeah. And he's obviously got into the kind of holistic side of things. He's a, he, he's a medically trained doctor anyway. Um, but the pro, again, we were talking about the, the disconnect. He was sort of saying that um, because you have, um, we basically work in high-rise buildings. Um, we've got our feet in our shoes. We sleep on mattresses that are upstairs, <laughs> in beds that are upstairs, you know. And because of that, our bodies are now deficit of the electrons it needs to be healthy. So yeah. that's what they they found out now, that the human body, because they wear shoes, and because we work in buildings, we're, again, we're, we're near the ground, we're not having that kind of electromagnetic, or well, the, the negative ions coming yeah. from the earth, which um, balances out and re-energises us, and essentially charges back up and, and helps to kind of level out all of our um, electrons, but bo- our bodies are no deficit of them, and that leads to like heart disease, arthritis, insomnia, and they think cancers wow. as well or because or because we're not grounding
1: and, and the other thing i mean for me I mean, i'm guessing this well this would enhance the grounding i love nothing better on a you know a nice like sort of but it's been a little bit misty in the night whatever the grass is a little the bit wet you you yeah. do on the grass yeah. take your shoes and socks off and just go and stand on the grass oh. just feel it if you stun it, feel it, feel it, feel it it's stunning
0: love that feeling a little bit cold um, and it's it's one of those things. Initially, lyrical. Yeah, if you're not lovely. used to, you kind of go, "Ooh!" there's yeah. that that kind of feeling of, Ugh, yeah. You know, it's all wet and muddy. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and and I think that's the thing is that when you go, when you step out of there, if you go out your front door and it is wet and muddy outside, then before you step foot onto anything, just kind of throw yourself back mentally to when you were ten. Yeah. And that 10-year-old would have been out the door in a shot going, oh, it's wet and muddy. And just be, right. you know, just just flip your kind of, um, you know, your, your mindset on it and actually do it. Even if you're, you're not feeling it, don't want to do it. And you think, oh, my God, this is just horrible because it's so soggy. If you can do it, even if you don't feel it, if you can go outside and smile and even laugh at yourself. Yeah. If you're like. not going to, it's going to be a much more pleasant experience. As
1: with everything, just have fun with it. Have fun with it. I think it's a it's, it's an amazing uh, overall thing to do for your health. Uh, whether that be, you know, body, mind, and spirit. Yeah. Everything. It's uh, it makes you stronger. It makes you happier. Why wouldn't anybody want to do
0: it? Beats me. I literally, I've I've got no idea, and I've I've told so many people, and lots of people, they see it and they kind of still think it's a bit weird and quirky. <laughs> they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think we're done. I think we're done. I think we've kind of managed to condense everything into about fifty minutes, which is pretty good. For, you. for I was just gonna say for us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, basically for us, the dog has got up. She's she's I'm ready a stretch. to stretch. Yeah, she's ready to um, get involved. She's ready to get involved. I've really enjoyed this podcast, actually. Yeah, I love to, I love talking about it. barefoot, barefooting. 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 <laughs> if you've enjoyed this podcast, which I hope you have. Um, then we'd really appreciate it if you could uh, click the little subscribe or the follow button, depending on what um, platform you're listening to us on. Uh, that'll allow us basically to, it kind of shows the algorithm that we're worth listening to, and it pushes it out to, to other people. Um, if you could share it with your family and friends, anybody that you think might benefit from it, that would be amazing as well, and you can, um, you can chat to us at any point, ask us anything. Um, we are on Instagram as The Art of Positivity, but failing that, you can just get a hold of us individually you can speak to um, me via Ryan on underscore Thomas underscore fine art on Instagram or Ryan Thomas fine art on Facebook and and Twitter that kind of thing and you were on and you can find me on uh, I'm the bearded mentor on everything pretty much everything that's nice, nice and easy <laughs> for that one yeah uh, so by all means you know give us um give us a shout and let us know what you think and also if there's something, I mean, we are, we are covering things that we love and are important to our lifestyle. But if there's something that you love us to actually cover, then let us know. Yeah. Because we'd love we to hear um, what you think about it and um, any ideas that you've got. So, Be yeah. good. Yeah, it's been brilliant. So, uh, you know, spread the love. Tell people about us. And um, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.